Danger! For entertainment purposes only, views expressed by hosts and guests don't represent any organizations. Info may not always be accurate. References to real life are coincidental. Explicit content warning, use your best judgment and seek professional advice. We're not liable for actions based on this little podcast here. And also, we use a shit ton of foul language. We certainly do. We certainly fucking do. I'm gonna open this crinkly ass thing and fucking crunchy ass. These are crunchy fucking cookies, y'all. I don't even know. Oh god, and you're about to eat crunchy fucking sweet Cajun trail mix. <laughs> you guys are gonna get a visceral ASMR crunch, experience. Crunch. <laughs> crunch. So sorry, we break the rules on this podcast and we we do eat and drink. Rules? There are no rules. You make the rules up. I'm sorry to everybody that's wearing headphones. Yeah. We're so sorry. Welcome to the Why Would You Listen to This ASMR, ASMR Experience. Experience. Did you hear that? No, barely. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait What? <laughs> I can turn the game up. <laughs> Why don't you talk while I got a mouthful of cookie? Oh, well, I have a mouthful. <laughs> no okay. fucking nuts! Mm. Okay. You got nut mouth. Oh, see, I've got some ASMR. Oh, you can hear that. Get close now. Oh. Look at that. You fucking heard some crunching. Wow. Look at that. Them nuts. Everybody fu- heard how fast I crunch. Dude, you crunch so fast on them nuts. <laughs> <laughs> nuts get crunched fucking fast. That's like the fastest, down. fastest nut cruncher in the fucking West. <laughs> fastest nut cruncher in the West. So they call me. This town ain't big enough. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh my God. This cookie is so fucking good, man. Cookies are good. Mm. Oh, those cookies you sent me the other day were super good. Mm. Those are really cookie good. Cookie Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. They're like hockey puck cookies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're thick. It's like a Chicago deep dish cookie. Mm, they are like a Chicago <laughs> deep dish cookie. But it's like delivery, kind of like crumble. Yeah. Um, But they have a long box. It's like if you get more cookies, the box is even bigger. What? It's like longer. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> They're like, we're the only one with the long box. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, it's true. You do have a long box. It is a very long box. What did the stickers say on yours? It said thick thighs say lives. Mm, they do say lives. <laughs> I just spit cookie crumbs on my mic. Sorry. Oh, I thought you spit it on your phone. Oh, maybe. I think it bounced off the mic onto the phone. Oh. Yeah. But Cookie Plug has like, it's like the Chiba Hut of cookie delivery places. You know, it's got weed themed uh, drug themed dish um, names and stuff, you know. Oh, dude, back on the ASMR. Get that crunch. Uh huh. All cookie. Mm. <laughs> At this point, we're just like 
Two children with microphones. We've <laughs> <laughs> been two children with microphones this whole time. That's so true. Like, there's nothing that's not been juvenile. Slightly educated children. Uh-huh. Man, this is what we do. Mm. I'm talking with my mouth full. I know Mama, t- Mama said not to do that. But we got to keep the ball rolling. We can't have fucking dead air, you know? And you could say, oh, why don't you just stop, pause for a moment, and edit it out? We don't want to do that. We're trying to keep it real here. You know, freeform jazz style. Yeah, keeping it real. On the spot, on the, just, just like right there, improv, right there. I have like three things written down and we didn't talk about only one of them and we really what? didn't honestly need to talk about it unless you don't want to. I want to talk about it. Friday the 13th tattoo deals. <laughs> well, this is our 13th episode, so this is like the perfect subject yeah. for our 13th episode that was the whole point now honestly i thought we were gonna like open with that and then mm. we just started segueing into some shit mm. like like that freeform jazz yeah now we're at the subject now we're at the top of the fucking hour part of part two <laughs> breaking news that was like the beginning of a song right in the middle of your song yeah yeah that's what does. we're doing that's exactly what this is so <laughs> Friday the 13th tattoos. We'll just talk about 13 and things about 13. Mm-hmm. 13. I was born on the 13th, so oh, it's like yeah. my favorite number. I get it. It's like my lucky number. I mean, 13 is usually Special. considered a lucky number, right? Mm-hmm. Like lucky 13. Mm-hmm. A lot of people... Like 3 and 13, because I was born in March, too. Yeah, 3 is a magic number. We already have established that. Yeah. I mean, a daddy had a little baby. <laughs> 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 I like your version the best. I do too. I know it's a man and a woman had a baby, had a little baby, but I like a mommy and a daddy had a little baby. That's like how I say it. It's my fave. I like it. Yeah. I like it too. I think mine's five. If I had a lucky number, it would be five. Five? So, but they don't do a Friday the five, fifth. I'm like, oh. Friday the 15th. I'm like, oh, it's 15, you dumbass. They have May the, the 5th, Cinco de May the Mayo. 4th. And May the 4th be with you. So oh, May yeah. the 4th, they do Star Wars tattoos. That's true. But Friday the 13th, right, typically, if people run a tattoo special on Friday the 13th, it typically was a $13 deal. Like, mm-hmm. you can come in and get some bobo-ass, little dumbass shit that takes five minutes or less. And like one color, one needle, bum bam bam, in man out. Yeah. Black. Thirteen dollar make you hollow. <laughs> this Friday the thirteenth, uh, we're gonna lower the minimum to hundred and thirty dollars. That's actually not bad. Yeah, I mean Is there a Friday the thirteenth? Is today the thirteenth? It's in October. Right, so today's not the thirteenth. Oh, it's in October? That's mm-hmm. the best Friday the thirteenth. Yeah. When it's in October, that's the actual natural one. Yeah. That's the one you need Friday the 13th on. Yeah. Is in October. And we should make it like a uh, like a dress-up thing. Like if you come dress in a costume, up. then you can get an extra 30 bucks off. So you're just 100 an hour? Uh-huh. Dude, that's a super sweet deal. It's like a banging deal. And they have to have like, it's a, like a two-hour maximum. Hmm. You know? Yeah. That way, all your fucking people are like, oh my god, I could get eight hours of my sleeve done for 800 bucks. <laughs> like, no, you can't. I like, know the fuck you can. <laughs> Y'all crazy. 
Yeah. Y'all got me. Y'all got me twisted. Mm. Mm -mm, that shit ain't happening. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> whatever. We give discounts, whatever. But the Friday the 13th one is particularly heinous. I've done them. I uh, have PTSD from doing them. Mm. Uh-uh. Like... You have to have setups done ahead of time. You have to have helpers like doing them. Yeah. People will be lined up around the block. Yeah. And the thing is, you do those specials, maybe five percent of them return to come back to your tattoo shop to get mm. tattooed. Yeah. You know? They all get these dumbass little shits. And some people are persnickety and they take up way more of your time on that day. So maybe you don't get as many in your seat as you should mm. to actually make any money. Yeah. I've made like 1500 bucks on a Friday the 13th day, mm. which is a fucking shitload on yeah. $13 tattoos. Right. But I did a something different. Mm -hmm. I said, it's one color, one needle. It's basically black. I'm not doing any color. Mm -hmm. If you want color, it's extra? Yes. And I did the $50 <laughs> minimum on top. So they had to pay. So I got average a lot of people to pay 63 bucks instead of 13. Nice. No. So. Nice. It was doable. Yeah. You gotta do the upcharge. Yeah. It give them the option because at, at the end of the day, $63 is a cheap ass tattoo. That's what we did at Revolution was something similar. Yeah. Was that you're basically like taking that uh, upcharge if you, they wanted anything added to it. <laughs> Dude, I cannot take you seriously right now because you look like fucking. Uh, was Jordy it? LaForge? No, you look like Wedge Antilles from <laughs> fucking. <laughs> <laughs> looking back behind Luke. <laughs> the fucking X Wing that he was in. Or no, you know, you look like that guy, that dude that's like at the counter, like, uh, where was he? He was like, he had the the bald guy that was like a receptionist <laughs> for Job of the Hut, and he had that metal thing around the side of his head. Oh, yeah. Around it thing. You look like that, too. <laughs> she's, got, she's got her fucking earphones on with the headband across her forehead. And so it's giving this futuristic effect with her fucking glasses, dude. And I was like, whoa, you look like Wedge Antilles, man. <laughs> they just slid down. I love it. I'm not making fun. But when you did put it down, I was like Jordy LaForge for sure. Mm. Uh-huh. Mmm. Mmm. Now you look like some futuristic like gunner pilot <laughs> on a fucking spaceship. Like you're plugged into the fucking the matrix, the virtual reality thing. Mm. Yeah, I saw a good show that was about that called Peripheral. Mmm. Yeah, it's on Amazon. Hmm. It's really good. It's about uh. I think I started to want to watch that. I think I put it on my watch list. It's really good. Hmm. Yeah. Good ending too. Yeah. Yeah. I love sci-fi and I love the whole like, like hooking into the computer stuff and the downloading into the body, like altered carbon. Yep. Like the, I love the expanse until it got terrible in the last season. Why do they always fuck shows up in the last fucking season? Game of Thrones. God, what a yeah. fucking total letdown. What a piece of garbage. Yeah. Universally hated. Yeah. And the show it was so beloved. So good. And now though. people are so like embarrassed to wear their their paraphernalia that yeah. they purchased. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To drink out of their Game of Thrones glasses. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Commemorative collectible mugs. He's just an asshole. Like, how are you going to write them like that, number one? And if that's really where Martin was going with that character of Daenerys, I'm sorely, sorely disappointed. Yeah. She didn't have to be the queen, but she didn't have to be an evil bitch either. Right. You know? 
Like, I don't care if it was her transformation. I mean, she was shitty to begin with. And mm-hmm. you did so much empathy foreshadowing for her. Yeah. But that's pretty fucked. Yeah, they, every- they did her dirty as a character, I think, for sure. Yeah, I agree. The way they wrote Varys was stupid. Especially after the the fourth or fifth season when it got dumb. Mm. That was after the books. And then, well... King Brant, the convenient, uh-huh. the fucking, like, so that just means he's the greatest asshole of all time. Mm-hmm. Why do you think I'm here then? Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, so you're basically responsible mm-hmm. for all of this shit going down that you knew was happening and, like, understood it to the nines and... The Night King, man. They did nothing with that. They mm-hmm. All this buildup. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was going to be Bran against the Night King. Mm-hmm. When you read the books, that's mm-hmm. what it, like, almost gears up for. Mm. Like, Bran is leading the armies against, the, like, how he starts foreshadowing. The only thing that he, that they wrote that was awesome was the Hodor. Yeah. But that was awesome in the, in the fucking book, dude. You know, I, uh, followed that guy, Christian Nairn. Oh. He's a DJ. <laughs> He's mm-hmm, a, mm-hmm. He plays music I play in my club all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know. I like him. That shit was so good. But, you know, George R.R. R. Martin. He's great. He's a perv. Is he? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like blanket judging this man. Because he writes women really well. I don't think he does. Really? Yeah. Mm. I don't think he writes women very well at all. And I think he's pretty sexist and perverted and incestual. Like, you really have to be that fucking nasty. Mm. Like, on, like, you wrote it. Yeah. You're in charge of that. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Well, they just write themselves. Okay, bitch, it came from your brain. Like, <laughs> it wrote itself because it just flowed out of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aren't you going to be sitting there telling me you're not? I just remember seeing him in a VIP lounge at San Diego Comic Con, and I was in the VIP lounge. And I had just got elbowed in the titty by Ron Perlman. Like, mm. he was gesticulating, talking to somebody, and his elbow was like neat like hitting the side part of my tit mm-hmm. you know yeah um i was like god damn it quit elbow me in the titty man so like i kind of like said something because i'm trying to push past him and then as i do there's all these hoes on the couch all over george rr R. martin like and he's fucking, oh wow oh yeah i'm just getting it huh dude like the vaginas is almost out because they, like, at a certain time during this party, and it happened right at the chic time to show up at a party, mm-hmm. like, two or three hours after the party started, all these fucking sleuths start coming in. I hate saying derogatory shit like that, but whatever, sleut. Uh, <laughs> they uh, would come in, and they had, like, the tallest heels, like, mm-hmm. the shortest dresses, like, usually cropped, and let's just the tube, the tube of fabric. Mm-hmm. Or just the tube of fabric with various cutouts or the two two tubes of fabric, mm-hmm. whatever. And they just appeared. And all of a sudden, there was like a hundred of them. And all of them were trying to get into the VIP pit. So like over time, that bitch got so crowded because everybody letting all these people in, you know? Yeah. But like all the... Like, the cast from The Walking Dead was in the VIP pit, you know what oh, I mean? Like, a yeah. lot of producers and directors and movie stars and shit were there. And all I wanted was the couch in the corner. Because <laughs> I could get bar- I could get service, like a waitress to come by and 
ask me what I want. And then I don't have to fight the crowd to go get a drink. And I could hang out and smoke my cigs and my weeds, if we had it, yeah. or the vape pen or whatever it was, we could chill out. And I didn't feel like fucking schmoozing because I didn't care. Because most everyone's just standing there not talking to anybody mm. while the actual people are talking to other people. So you're trying to like get a word in, but it's not like they're going to be like, yeah, what's up? Like you have to introduce yourself yeah, or say something. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. I'm not about it. I don't care if you're famous. You're just a person. Yeah. I think I walked by, I can't remember the, one of the black people, black people, one of the black guys in the walking dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot his name right now. Um, I think I walked by him like so many times that we kept like rec- like nodding at each other, you know, because I just kept walking back to like go to the bathroom or check on everybody. And it, part of it is also I lost my couch because they wouldn't come sit down. Mm. And then I was mad. I was like, damn it. Now you want to sit down because you ain't talking to nobody. And I lost the fucking couch. Like you got to poach the couch. You got to sprawl on that bitch. Yeah. You got to be like, this is my territory. No, you may not sit here. Yeah. This is my couch. I am the lord of the couch. <laughs> I'm the lord of the couch in the VIP room in this corner. Please do not <laughs> make me leave my fucking corner. But they did. They made me leave my corner. <laughs> but whatever. I was just like, all these like famous people around me and I don't know. I didn't. I was more like, I'm glad I put sneakers on. Yeah. That's it. I was thinking to myself, there's a lot of standing and shit. I'm so glad I got gold ass sneakers on. <laughs> I ain't fucking, I want to go home now. <laughs> I've been here since like 30 in the morning and I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> what is like the worst, like craziest club experience you've ever had? Like going out to the bar? Cause I've had a lot of different ones. So I wouldn't even know what's the top. Oh shit! Well, the just one of them. Give me one of them. God. Okay. Well, one of them was the uh, the time I told you about last time where we had gone to the club and I ate that fucking massive weed. Oh brownie. yeah, and you couldn't function because yeah. you ate the brownie and you were fucked mm. up. You were at the point I was at when I ate that like thousand milligram motherfucker that had a gram of mushrooms on it and I couldn't read. Mm. Yeah. I didn't know how to read, and I so I couldn't sing karaoke. So did you have the non-reading? Yeah. I, uh, so there's one where I was just drinking, uh, and I was early in my apprenticeship. I think I had, like, just started that week, and it was, like, the week of my sister's birthday. Oh, and shit. Everybody had, yeah, it was party week, and everybody at the shop was like, we're going to go see DJ Jazzy Jeff. Oh, shit. At the House That's... of Blues. And I was like, I'm fucking down. I can't wait. Because yeah. I weird note about me i am a huge dj jazzy jeff fan yeah <laughs> so not so much the fresh prince more on the jeff yeah mm, jeff he's, I'm down. he's fucking good he is and uh it was the first time i'd really had hennessy oh you got the henny yeah blame it on the henny i dissociated bad i uh i drank it and got really fucked up and at one point was standing out on the dance floor with my friend johnny fever and <laughs> Hey, Johnny Fever. Yeah, Johnny Fever. Yeah, fucking Johnny Fever. <laughs> you know, oh, Johnny. You know, all oh, Johnny Fever's. Hi, Johnny Fever dream. 
<laughs> it was from the WKRP in Cincinnati. Yeah. You remember that show? Oh, yeah. I do. WKRP in Cincinnati. That one. I fucking get that song stuck in my head all the time. Oh, fuck. Did I do it? <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. It's a good earworm. I love it. Oh, so uh, I digress. Um, I remember myself being on the dance floor with Johnny and me saying, oh, my God, I got to go to the bathroom. So I go into the bathroom. I make my way in there. And I'm sitting on the toilet. And I'm going to the bathroom and I'm losing it. I'm really like, I can't hold it together anymore. And I can't scoot backwards on the toilet any more than I already am. And so I throw up into (gasps) my shorts. Oh my God, and your shorts that are on the ground. And I I (laughs) throw up in my shorts and and then I fucking black out. (gasps) Did someone find you in the bathroom? No, here's what happened. (laughs) I come to... And I'm on the dance floor again with Johnny. And I'm like trying to kind of gather like where I am and what's going on. And like, I kind of like pat down because I remember like I got sick in the bathroom. The last thing I remember was getting sick in the bathroom. And I reached down and my fucking shorts are wet, but they're clean. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck what is happened? going on? Did so find you? No, I go into the bathroom and the bathroom attendant is in there with the little candies and stuff and the fucking perfumes. And I asked her what happened. She's like a little, you know, like trepidatious. Yeah. And uh, she explained that I, she watched me throw up into my shorts, at which point I got up and I cleaned the entire stall using toilet paper from the fucking dispenser. And then I got up and I walked to the sink, butt naked from the waist down. <laughs> and I washed shorts. my shorts in the fucking sink while everybody in the bathroom stood watching. there. And I fucking laundered my shorts. And then I went, wrung them out and held them up in front of the dryer, I guess. <laughs> and then I went back into the stall to go put them on. <laughs> And I'm getting all this secondhand information about what happened. Yeah. And then, uh, then the second time that I drank like that, uh, something similar happened, but I did not have the good grace. I just ended up passed out naked on a bathroom floor at a bar. Oh my God. <laughs> and my sister walked in and she's the one that saw me and was like, oh my God. And she got me cleaned up and mm. took me home. But, um, Safety but that first bomb. round, the first round was. That first round sounds yeah. fucking rough, dude. Yeah, that was. I've had some crazy nights, man. I've always like equated them to different levels, like Oregon drunk or Brazil drunk. <laughs> Brazil drunk was probably the worst. Mm. That was the one where you drink the yeah. olive oil, right? Yeah, I drank a fucking. F- I chugged it. Mm. It wasn't that I drank it. I chugged it open throated, mm. like a like a beer. Like a beer. Yeah. That was the night that I shot in the bidet. Yeah. Yeah, that I found out the next morning. Yeah. <laughs> Heather, you shit in the bidet! And I was like, what? Yeah, that's the one where my shoes were Hulk ripped apart at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I walked in there and I had a Lincoln log cabin of shit with a toilet paper roof sitting in the bidet. <laughs> and then the toilet was across in the bidet. And literally, I had met this person the first time the day before. Chris Jones. <laughs> and i was like he's like what the fuck and i'm i'm like casually just scooping my poop up with toilet paper like i would a dog turd Mm. and threw it in the toilet and flushed it i was like there and i rinsed the fucking bidet i was like there you go man (laughs) (laughs) 
fuck, I was hungover that day. Oh, man. And that's the Brazil drunk. Huh? That's the Brazil drunk. I was so fucking shit. My titties saved my life that day, though. Mm. I fell down. I was so wasted. I fell down those, you know, those long, deep stairs that are, like, shallow. They're, like, a half a step tall. Yeah. And they're, like, three feet wide. Yeah. Deep. I, like, tripped on one of those and face planted on a marble floor, dude. <laughs> and my face never touched the ground. I have these giant fucking airbags, dude. I was like, I landed and I bounced, my head bounced back before it would hit the ground. And I was like, thank you, titties. And everyone around me was like, I remember them being concerned. I didn't black out until later. Uh, I remember everyone being kind of concerned. Like, are you okay? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because nobody spoke English really. And I yelled real, really loud, oh, my titties saved my life. And everyone just started fucking laughing, dude. Dying, they helped me <laughs> up. And they were like, you want to come smoke weed with us? And I was like, yes. Yeah. That sounds like a great time. It was an awesome time. I kept stealing everyone's beers, though, and just pouring them down my throat, dude. Mm. Like, I, I didn't know I could do that. And I was laughing. And I don't know if they paid for these beers or not. But I drank all of them, and I would give them back an empty bottle. <laughs> Nobody got mad at me, though. I didn't. Get, everyone was laughing. And then when I got to the uh, convention the next day, all hungover, wearing my fucking hiking boots because it was the only other pair of shoes I had. Bad mistake. You don't wear hiking boots when you got to walk a lot. Yeah. Not in nature. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And all the people, some of the dudes that I was partying with that night were like, hey, crazy lady. Like, <laughs> they were taking selfies with me and shit, trying to tell me how crazy I was, that they never partied, like, saw nobody party like that, I guess. I don't fucking know. They yeah. just thought I was a party animal and crazy. But I was. <laughs> if you're the fat chick, that's what you do, ain't it? Yeah. Because you can handle your fucking alcohol, dude. You can drink a shit ton when you're yeah. big. Yeah. Hey, big girls, uh, that's how we do. <laughs> big girls are fun. Yeah, big girls are a lot of fucking fun. Plus, we're fun in the sec, because, uh, you know, we don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. We're pretty crazy. Yeah, we're crazy. Big girls. Big girls don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> Six eyes save lives. They do. Six eyes make a dick rise. <laughs> that's a good one. Mm. That's Willem. Willem Belly makes that uh, song. Mm -hmm. So if you look up Willem, W-I-L-L-A-M, he's got a song called Thick Thighs. Mm. It's got Latrice Royale on there. Mm. If you follow any of the drag queen queens, you know. Mm. So I particularly enjoy that song. I think it's a great song. It's in my rotation repertoire, if you will. Mm. In the discography, huh? It's in there. It's in there to win there. Mm -hmm. That's what it does. It sits in there and it wins in there. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of other ones too that do, you know, especially like sometimes I'll get, because you know, you know, Gentleman Broncos being one of our favorite movies. Yeah. I'll literally get shares just like Jesse James. But the only thing I'll sing to myself, I'm gonna shoot you down, Jesse James. <laughs> I'll just get that part stuck. That part. <laughs> Even though I know, so I know a lot of the words, I don't know all of them, but I get that part. I'm gonna shoot you down, Jesse James. That's yeah, a good bit. God damn it. Sometimes it'll be other chunks of songs, but definitely that one sticks in there. Blowing Winds of Change though is in that movie, and that one will go. That'll get in there. I can't whistle. 
Follow the Moskwa down to Gorky Park, mm. listening to the wind. Of change. Of change. Change, 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 change. <laughs> <laughs> it's more a- ASMR for your mm. enjoyment, you know. Yeah. Have we been... How do you feel about ASMR? On the fence about it. I think the... Sometimes, like, noises are irritating, and I definitely don't, like... I don't like the stuff when they're talking and, and clacking their fingernails mm. and shit. I'm not into that. Yeah. I'm just going to slightly blow on the fucking <sighs> Fuck off. Yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah. I don't want that. I don't mind the clacky keys. Mm. I understand the clacky keys, but I'm not going to go out of my way to watch a clacky key video. Right. I know it's more satisfying to use them. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I agree. The tactileness of doing a clacky keyboard. Yeah. That's satisfying. Yeah. But I do watch the, like, Korean cooking videos mm. that are no nobody's talking. There's no talking and no music. And all you hear is them banging pans around and mixing <laughs> shit. And you might hear them chatter, like, to each other once in a while. Or, like, a little bit of their radio might be minimal, fuzzy in the background. But yeah. you can hear people in the market, like, blah, 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 you know, talking. <laughs> and then you're just like, cool, I can watch this. And no one's fucking talking and narrating. Yeah. Because so, sometimes they're... I don't want to hear it. I'll, like, mute the shit. I'm like, I just want to mm. watch. I don't want your fucking commentary. I like watching them when they're efficient, but sometimes the ASM, A- ASMR ones, they'll, like, slow it down, and they'll slow down what they're doing uh. to make sure that they are making lots of noise with each individual task. Like, yeah. I was watching a peach cheesecake one, and uh. I ended up having to fucking double the speed on it because mm. it's girl was making me lose my fucking mind because mm. she was like she started out to wash the peaches she put them in a bowl and she's like sp- gently splashing water oh god on the fucking peach you and i'm like, like put that shit under the fucking faucet and give it a good rub bitch what are you yeah. doing wash the fucking peaches <laughs> yeah. why would you wash the fucking peaches yeah why would you wash them like that <laughs> oh my god it was yeah it was uh maddening and the whole video i think it was like 45 minutes long or some Uh, shit like that and i was like that should have been like a huge tell like it doesn't take mm -hmm. 45 minutes to like what are you doing like waiting while Mm -hmm. it's baking (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna just watch the oven yeah yeah while you tap on the microphone with your fingernails right yeah gently fold fucking butter and sugar together (laughs) i'm doing it ineffectively (laughs) It's going to take me an hour to do it with this fucking spatula, but I'm going to do it. Yeah, it makes the most noise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this with a fork. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, you fucking assholes. You know what? The cooking videos I hate mm. are the ones where these bitches look like they're in an Airbnb. Like, they're not mm. even in a real apartment. Mm. Like, they're in some fake-ass shit, mm. like, stage for it. And you know these bitches don't cook. Right. There's nothing that they do like they have no clue how to cook and the videos are so fucking cringe because it's all dump stuff it's all like look yeah. i'm gonna take raw pasta and this brick of velveta i'm just gonna stick the brick of velveta in the middle pour all this fucking raw pasta around it yeah. and then some or- other fucking ingredients and they stick it in the oven with lots and lots and lots of cheese yeah and then when they bring it out it looks like hot garbage yeah. they always stir it up and then they never eat it 
<laughs> you never see them. Or when they do eat it, they're like, mm, yum. And it's like a half bite or like not a real one. And their face yeah. looks like they don't really like it. Because it's just like weird DIY clickbait yeah. shit. I hate the ones where they dump all the shit out onto the counter and they make oh. a big mess. And oh, that just the, seems so wasteful. Oh, the counter nachos? Yeah, like the counter Ew. nachos or like the ones where they put all the stuff in the tub. And like, mm. it's just a fucking waste of food. Mm. You know what I mean? 100%. But they spend the money to make these fucking videos because they're monetized, right? Yeah. Like, it's because people watch it. Yeah. That's that's the sad part. I feel sad. Like, I can't handle it. I just change the channel. I'm like, I'm not watching this. Yeah. That's fucking terrible. I'll tell you what I do like watching, though. It's kind of weird. The carpet washing videos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are satisfying. Fuck. Mr. Carpet. Yeah. Mr. Harper is my favorite. Welcome mm. to your channel. Mm. Says that when his videos open. I like those and the the power washing videos. Mm. I can get into some power washing videos. Pool cleaning. Yeah, as long as they shut the fuck up. Mm. Don't. If yeah. you're talking, I ain't about it. Yeah, I like to see the back and forth and like mm. the the clear spots showing up and the mm. you know what I mean. It's so satisfying. I like seeing the dirt water pull pull out under the carpet. Mm. Like, it fall out and it's all gross. And you're like, oh, my God, so much dirt coming out. Yeah. He did a mattress one time. He does mattresses, too. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Some of the shit he pulled out of a mattress. That was literally on the side of the road. It looked like it, like, was disgusting. He could have planted it. He could have made it fucking gross. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It looked like a nasty old mattress with the old-ass stains on it, you know? No, he got that shit clean as fuck. And some of it was still discolored because mm -hmm. you can tell it was an older mattress, but it still looked clean. Very, mm -hmm. very clean. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, nuts. Mr. Carpet, huh? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I have to watch that. Mr. Fucking Carpet. <laughs> I love it. I also like to watch the Turkish Village um, videos because mm. there's no talking in those. And they just show this, like, farmer and his wife, mainly her doing all these crazy um wood fire cooking mm. like canning things and preserving things and making things the old-fashioned way in an outdoor kitchen yeah it's fucking awesome with stuff they grew on their on their property like their own produce and it could be staged i don't know yeah but still that's uh it's pretty entertaining it is there's one i watched and it was like this girl dug her own pool and uh, did all the work on it. She just, like, built her own swing pool in her yard and, like, had all the videos. Did she do the rebar and the concrete and stuff? It did everything. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. It came out awesome, too. Yeah. And, like, her husband was super supportive throughout the whole thing. It was just like, no, this is her task and this is her chore. And he didn't get in her way mm. and try to explain to her oh, how to shit. do anything. Yeah. Yeah. She was just in charge of the whole thing. I was like, I'm going to do it like this and like this. And there were a couple times she, like, had to reinvent. You, like, had him come and help and, like, had the kids come and help and do, like, little tasks here and there. But, yeah. like, for the most part, she just, like, went and fucking dug and finished a swimming pool. Dude. Yeah. I want to learn how to, like, play around i guess learn how to drive like earth movers mm. you know like excavators yeah just driving around a bobcat little baby excavator you know that'd be fun yeah i want to do that isn't there like an adult playground that does that you can just like rent time what? i think so is it in texas or something 
Oh, that sounds like something Texas would have for sure. It's like Texas or Nevada, maybe. Mm. Yeah, it was just a like a big yard that has like, you know, like the steam, not steam rollers, but you know what I mean? Like the flattener roller things and the fucking excavators yeah. and the, you know, dump trucks and stuff like that. And you pay a fee and they teach you how to use them rudimentary and you get to play around in the sand like giant fucking Tonka trucks. That's pretty awesome. I would, I would pay to do that. I would totally pay to do that. You know what I want to do so bad? Mm. I want to do that indie car fucking training shit. I want to go. Really? Yeah, I want to get take classes on driving race cars. I think it'd be fun as fuck. Oh my god, I saw the Gran Turismo movie. Did you? Was it good? I, yeah, it was fucking great. It was a really, really good movie, and it was done really well. And they did a good job, like sticking to the story and like oh. retelling the story because it's based on a true story. Yeah. Yeah, this uh, guy was just a gamer, and they had a contest, and they trained him to race race cars because he could do so well in the fucking game. Mm. Yeah, it was like they had a, a, all of these uh, challengers that like they rated so high, they scored a certain a, a number of points, then they could be entered to compete against each other. Yeah, and, in an actual race. Yeah, and then they trained them and then put them all in cars and tried to see like who, you know, mm -hmm. could actually could do actually it. do it because they have all those G forces and yeah, you know, and so uh, and not only that, like the the sciences behind it like you yeah. can do so many studies off of that yeah but uh the gran turismo is such a good simulator Shit. that they did it <laughs> they, they accomplished it and the the kid went on to uh become a formula one yeah fuck yeah that's cool as shit like total career change yeah like i was gaming now yeah. i'm doing this shit for reals for realsies for realsies Man, I hate it when people disparage video games. I really do. It's eye-hand coordination. It's reading, yeah. it's reading comprehension and puzzle solving. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, people want to balk at, like, first-person shooters for the violence. Well, honestly, what I think is that uh, humans, males especially, but all humans need some kind of violent outlet because we're, we're animals mm -hmm. and we're violent and terrible. Mm -hmm. And I think that when you have a healthy, violent outlet, which is why a lot of boys do martial arts and football, like yeah. contact sports, it's a way to get that aggression out, Yeah, you know, and, you know, any sparring, all that stuff. And I feel like being able to shoot imaginary people that you're not hurting and talk, talking trash to people you don't know. Yeah. Get some of that aggression out. Mm -hmm. um, if you've got other problems going on where you can't control your gaming shit, then that's something else. It has nothing to do with violent video games and yeah. everything to do with your <laughs> shit. Yeah. Right? Because I will tell you, I can't play the fucking game like them. I get overwhelmed. Like, when I play Call of Duty, it stresses me out. Mm. Like, I, I can't do it. I'm so fucking stressed out. But a lot of it's because I haven't spent a lot of time playing it. But I don't want to spend a lot of time playing it because it stresses me out. Right? Like, I get, start, like, ha, 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 ha. Like, my anxiety gets, like, fucking nuts. And then I, I die, like, all the time. I might get kills in, but I always feel like they're lucky. And I don't know why something is happening a certain way. Because mm -hmm. there's too much shit going on. And these guys are, like, ping pong, ping pong. That was over here. And I'm, like, I didn't even see that. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's a, like, you got to build up the, it's like you say, you have to play those games a lot to kind of get the skills up with them. I know my brother and sister, 
brothers and my sister are good at like all the first person shooters because like I saw them playing them from Goldeneye. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like way back in the day. Yeah. And, uh, they've just been playing them for so long. I started to kind of get better at them because of this game called Destiny. Oh, yeah, Destiny. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that one, because it, it's, like, more of, like, an RPG, but it does have, like, some first-person shooter aspects yes. to it. So, like, it gets you more comfortable with, like, the controls in the first-person shooter. Yeah, because I play the ones that, are like, Fallout, you know, the Bethesda games, Oblivion, yeah. all that stuff, and that's first-person fighting as well. Yeah, you mm-hmm. can pay it, play it in third-person, but I hate that. I yeah. I usually play it in first-person, so that's got me more comfortable, but part of that also is that you've got areas where the mobs are spawning mm-hmm. and areas where they're not. So it's, it's like, you know, you have a break. Oh my God, it's a safe house. Nothing's going to come at me. You know, where like in Call of Duty, it's nonstop action. It's real quick games, real quick matches. You know what I mean? It's yeah. super high intense where I like to play turn-based games. Like I'll play XCOM, XCOM 2, you know, the strategy shit. Yeah. Mom games. I like mom games. It's fun to figure out steps ahead of time. Like I need to do this so that by this turn I can do this, 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 and this, you know? And it's a lot of logistics and a lot of planning. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that shit's fun for me. Yeah. And if I fuck it up, I'm like, okay, that strategy didn't work. Why? And let me try an alternate strategy, right? Yeah. And so I feel like I'm using my brain. So to me, like they should have video game systems in all the freaking nursing homes. Oh, for sure. And they use adaptive controllers. Yeah. They make adaptive controllers they like do. for people that have disabilities and certain things. Yeah. So that they can mash buttons to do the things. Yeah. And you can definitely learn. You know? It'd be cool to set up something to kind of like donate them to different places, to like to donate systems to like This is what tech, this is what Bill Gates should have done with fucking Microsoft is give all these nursing homes fucking Xboxes. Yeah. Like what the fuck, dude? Yeah. I mean, I get that you're helping people in Africa with malaria, but you're also doing fucking testing on them. Yeah. So like, okay, benevolent with one hand, fucking diddling them up the ass with the other one. Yeah. With the cone. Your cone of we see you. See you racist ass, Bill Gates. It's not just about racists. It's a, at this point. Yeah, he it's, sees them as people that he can just fucking experiment on. He sees them as like. Well, he couldn't get away with it here as much because he would be found out. But like he could go over there and do whatever because the government's corrupt. You could just pay him off. So you can do whatever he wants. It's not just race. It's about power. It's about the fact that he's like a rich ass fucking billionaire and he could do what he wants. He doesn't even care about people in general. None of them do. Mm-hmm. There might be racists on top of it. That's all I'm saying. It's not just right. the racism. It's. Also. Well, yeah, all those power dynamics are tied together for yeah. sure. Oh, they fucking are. I'm yeah. just saying he's just the, the disdain for humanity in general because you are a, literally a piece of shit. And what? So you're not going to be like on the power level with all the other billionaires? But are you just doing like a weird billionaire villain stalemate thing? Yeah. I control this part of the world. You control this one, Reginald. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Reginald. Yeah, Reginald. <laughs> that motherfucker. He's always fucking some shit yeah. up. Reginald. Fucking Reggie. What a fucking piece of shit. You dick. Yeah. Like fucking Elon, Elon Musk. Oh, yeah. God. Mm. Oh, evidently he told his first wife when they got married, like, 
when they were still at their wedding reception, like mm-hmm. dancing or something, he says, I'm the alpha. Ew. Gross. Or like, I'm the alpha now or some shit. Like, you insul ass, weird, fucking nasty motherfucker. Yeah. You're the alpha. You are so fucking insecure. You poor little baby. You know you're not yeah. an alpha. That's why you said that. Yeah. Red pill in yourself, dumbass motherfucker. Yeah, I saw a meme actually the other day that said if you have to call yourself the alpha or the boss or, you know what I mean? You ain't. You're not. Yeah, you're not any of those things. Alpha, if you want to think about it, it's only in in male human hierarchy anyway because they made the shit up. Like, it's not in nature the way that you think. It's not. It's not a real system at all. So everything's very complex, way more than the male is fucking dominant. Right. Like, everyone's, like, talking about male, like, lion pride shit when Mm -hmm. the females are the protectors, the providers, and all that other shit. Yeah, the males protect, but not as much as the females do. Right. The males are just used for their genetics. Pretty much. But then they, like, ostracize them. Like, they all have harems, but it's really, is it the man having the harem, or is it the women only keeping their desired male around because they can put up with that one? because they chase off the other ones. Yeah, because they can put up with that one. And that one's the big group that chased off the rest of them, but they have to. But mm-hmm. they, I think it's because they put up with them. I think if the females didn't want the male around, they would kick his ass. Right. So you got like five on one. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. You're fucked. You're fucked. You're so done. They didn't look at it like that, though. Like, because everyone's a man researching this shit. So it's like, you don't look at the power to any man. You think it's like the man, the lion's the king of the jungle. He's not. It is not. They use him for his seed. (laughs) Where is your seed, Lion King? (laughs) Where is your seed? Where is your seed, Mufasa? (laughs) (laughs) He's out fucking around in the jungle with a meerkat and a goddamn warthog. He is. They did drugs all day. All fucking day. They did. They did drugs all day. He was going through his pothead phase. With them. Mm. That's what I think. Hakuna Matata. It means no worries. That's it. They were eating the, they were like getting drunk off the like rotten fruit that falls off the tree and shit. Mm. They were doing the magic mushrooms. Yeah. They were. They were just getting high. And they just were. living life, eating food, getting fat. Fucking living. Fucking living. Masturbating angrily in the corner. Mm. Living life. <laughs> <laughs> They were always. Can you feel the love tonight? Tonight. Yeah, fuck. Like, Disney has a lot of, like, suggestive ass adult themes in their shit, and nobody's like. I mean, I get, like, uber Christian y people are like, Disney's bad. But, like, it's so accepted in, like, regular ass culture, right? But Disney bases all their shit off fairy tales. And fairy tales are always, like, about 13, 14 to 16-year-old girls. Mm-hmm. And they're all, like, falling in love and getting married within, like, a week. Right. All of them. Every one of them. All of them. Finally married or off. They don't even, like, make them... They don't even go through a long courtship period. No. They're just like, I found you. I love you. I'm done. So they sell this fantasy to young little girls that are just getting imprinted. The shit's imprinted on their brain. Yeah. Prince Charming. Mm-hmm. Like it's some man that's going to sweep you off your feet. And you're just waiting to find him. Yeah. Like you'll know gonna, it when you see him. Like you're going to be a fucking princess. Yeah. It's, you're not. You're going to be a mom. You're not. There's no knight in shining armor, honey. No, there ain't. 
Don't do it. What that pussy do? Mm. What that pussy do? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get that magic. Mm-hmm. Pussy magic. Ah, pussy control. <laughs> I just did that one wrong, but it's okay. It came out wrong, and I just went with it. Mm. Just out of tune. It's fine. The pussy control part came out, and that's all I really wanted to get across. Uh-huh. Just, I'm just saying, know your worth. And fellas, know your worth. Don't just get yeah. stuck with the first lady you fucking fuck. Just mm-hmm. because, like, you fell in love because you got your dick wet. Like, mm-hmm. seriously, don't. Uh, really look at the person because you do get the the pre-lust uh, uh, love fog. Yeah. You know? And then because you've invested time and energy, money, whatever, into this relationship, you're like... When you start unfogging stuff, you make excuses for the things that bother you because you've put up with it so far. So you have like some weird cost sunk fallacy going on. Oh, they'll get better. Things yeah. will change. And that's a fucked up way to look at anybody. You got to take people the way that they are and accept them for who they are because telling anybody that they'll, if they just did this one thing to change, then they'd be so much better, you know, if they just toned it down or if they just Mm-mm. did this or that, you know, like, fuck that, fuck you. Because that means that you're not in love with me. You're in love with an idea of mm-hmm. me. And that's fine. Just don't be together. Right? right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's not that I don't, I think it's toxic to be like, if you can't handle me on my worst days, then... You don't deserve to handle me on my best because I think mm. a lot of people use that as an excuse to, to be an asshole. abuse. Yeah, um, people do change themselves to get somebody to manipulate somebody into relationships, and then they can't hold on to that. So sometimes mm. it's like years later, mm-hmm. and these people show who they really are. Yeah, sometimes it's not until like you get married. Like right. you could be with somebody for five years, and the second you're married, the shit is different. Right, something clicks in someone's brain when. It's a made-up status, though, right? Mm-hmm. It's a status that you create in your head. It doesn't matter if you have a paper and it's sanctioned by a fucking government. The government's made up. That paper's made up. The idea and concept of marriage is made up. Right. And so you set these rules and limits on yourself. Absolutely. So when you go into the marriage and all of a sudden you're like, well, now I'm married, so I'm not cooking or cleaning or doing my own laundry. That's your job. <laughs> you know? Like people doing that shit mm-hmm. or I'm not working anymore. You're the man. That's your job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause lots of men want a mommy. And once mm-hmm. they've got you married, they're like, Oh, you're stuck fucking now. You're fucking stuck. Yeah. Or they start beating them. Maybe they loved bombed them before they got married. Then they get beaten after they're married. Yeah. You know, fuck. Or they're like, I'm gay. I just didn't want my parents to know like that shit too. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Men are just like exploitative. Not that women aren't either. Women do the same thing. Right. Like, they don't really love their man. They're stuck with them because they feel like they can't do any better. Right. And they treat them like shit, even if they're wonderful to them. You know, kind and caring and considerate and take care of the kids and do all the cooking and all the stuff that, like, men should be doing. Yeah. And so, but they resent their partner because they weren't in love with them in the first place. They were using them. But that's what happens. People be using each other. Yeah. Fuck. Wow. But it's because no one can just be real. Just don't, if you don't love the person, just don't be with them, you know? It's okay. You don't have to. It's okay if nobody likes you. <laughs> well, maybe not nobody. You gotta have somebody. Mm. But 
It's okay if people don't like you. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. You're going to be okay. You are. You, you'll find your people, man. Yeah. But you can't be a dickhead and expect to find your people. You're just going to find other dickheads. Right. Really? Right. Yeah. Because if that is you and you're just a dickhead... Yeah. Then you deserve to be around other dickheads. <laughs> or nobody at all. Yeah. If at the end of your life you're looking around yourself and you've got nobody, you should probably analyze how you got there. I don't like that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like if your whole friend group just abandoned you one day and you don't think it's anything you did, mm -hmm. figure out why. If you can. Because sometimes it's something you actually did. Sometimes it's something that somebody lied about. But, you know? Yeah. You can tell who your actual friends are, though, if they don't come to you and talk to you about it. Right. That's all. I've had people spew all kinds of bullshit about me and have my friends be mad and not talk to me. And I found out why. And I'm like, oh, my God. If you just come talk to me, I would have cleared that up in two seconds. That is not exactly. That is not how it went down. Yeah. You know? And then I'm pissed now because I don't trust that person anymore. Like, if I heard you said that shit about me, I would have immediately called you or come by. Like, mm -hmm. the second I fucking heard it. I wouldn't have sat around all day overanalyzing it and thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Because I wouldn't want to know if you actually said that shit or if this person's starting shit. Mm -hmm. And if you did say it, what's your problem? Tell me why. It's probably a misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. And if it isn't, well, then fuck you. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, I've had friends completely dump me over some bullshit. Uh-huh. And break my heart. It felt like a fucking breakup with a lover. Yeah. You know? Over some weird shit that literally literally was a miscommunication. Yeah. That if she would have just said something to me, we could have talked about it and got over it. Yeah. And it's weird, though, the dynamic changed because we talked about, we yelled at each other about it when she would finally talk to me. Mm-hmm. And... It was the most asinine shit that she was upset with me and she was ready, ready to throw a relationship in the toilet over. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm done with it. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not putting my energy anymore after this because if this is how I'm treated for that, nah, I'm all right. Yeah. It's because I said I wanted to smother her kid with a pillow. I know that's bad, but it wasn't because I actually want to smother her with a pillow. It's because the kid just bit my child in the middle of her back and you could see all of this child's teeth mm. in my child's skin mm -hmm. and blood pouring down her back. Mm -hmm. Like it, it was a bite I had to take her to the hospital for, so whatever. It yeah. was I had to clean that wound and take her to the fucking doctor because it's a human bite. Yeah. This kid is the same age as her. She was three. This other one's three. But the kid was fucking off the rails. Yeah not disciplined the same as mine you yeah. know what i mean like was allowed to do all kind of shit because of ineffective parenting yeah you know no don't do that no no i said no 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 don't do that no like 500 fucking times meanwhile the kids just keep doing it yeah where my disciplinary way was to say you need to put that down or i'm or i would say you need to put that down i'm going to come over and take that away Okay, you're not listening. And as I'm saying the second thing, I'm getting up. Mm -hmm. That's number two. They knew I had three chances. Number one. Then number two, I'm up and out on the way to do it. Mm -hmm. Number three is I'm taking the shit out of their hand. Mm -hmm. I said no. Done. 
So then it, because they knew I would get up every single time mm-hmm. and make them quit. I don't even care if I had gloves on and I was tattooing. I'd take them shits off and just make them stop. Yeah. This woman never did this to this child. So she ran rampant, could do whatever the fuck she wanted. Mm. And she was mean as hell to my kid. Like she ripped her earring out one time and split her lobe in half. Ouch. Split her earlobe in half. That's how hard she pulled my child. Yeah. Like that's how hard she pulled her ear. So when I say this child was a demon fucking child, she was a demon child. Yeah. And I was so frustrated with them because they would not discipline this child when she bit my kid that I was outside talking about it stressed out because the incident had just happened. Mm-hmm. Like they were putting her in time out or something on the couch and like talking to her about how we don't bite people. Okay. It was long gone before that even happened. Yeah. I had said something, are you going to do anything or say anything? Yeah. Cause it's not my place to discipline your kid or tell her what's right and wrong. I did say, don't bite my kid again. Like, do not. And that kid was afraid of me because I would tell her what was up. Yeah. And I didn't hurt. She would cry and it wouldn't manipulate me. So she would dry up because she knew. Yeah. She could. And that humans are manipulative, dude. Yeah. And they do it at a small age. But anyway, because I was in mixed company when I said, oh, my God, I'm going to smother that kid with a fucking pillow. Mm-hmm. Right. When these people were mad at me. They went back, this is months later, mm-hmm. they went back and told her that I said that. Mm. And this bitch literally threw away our friendship because I said that instead of her asking me about it, the context, why I said it. Because when I finally was able to talk to her about it, when she got to the fucking point of the crux of the matter, mm-hmm. right, I told her this and she didn't have any fucking thing to say. She, she couldn't argue with me about it. She's like, oh, like, now, you, now you're on the defensive, right? Like, yeah. you fucking bitch. Like, no. And I explained why it upset me that she was ineffective. And that's why I fucking said it. Yeah. And I said, and I said it to her. Like, I said, I would have said that shit to your face, but that's not something you want to tell your friend that you want to smother their kid with a fucking pillow. That's why I didn't say it to you. Yeah. I was like, because it was in the heat of the moment. You know what I mean? I was, Mm -hmm. I was angry. That's not something that you need to hear. I needed to vent that out because your kid was fucking getting on my, like, I wanted to smother her with a pillow. Mm -hmm. So no, you know, I do apologize for saying that shit, but I'm not sorry also at the same time because your kid's a little shit and you need to do better. Yeah. So no, like I, whatever, dude, I told that kid to sit the fuck down one time, just like that. Mm. Sit the fuck down. So mm-hmm. just like that, I couldn't even help it. I cursed at her, this yeah. little kid that's not mine. I'm an asshole. Yeah. You know what she did? Mm. She sat the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> she was being a little turd and her mom was in the back room working. And uh, I was like, you need to sit down. I'm really nice to her. I'm being pleasant. I'm not being shitty to this child. I'm being very like nice. I'm trying to cajole. I'm trying to bribe. I'm trying to... Be like, no, you have to sit up here. I'm tattooing, man. I don't have time to be babysitting nobody's kid. And so I'm like trying to do anything I can nicely to cajole this child. And finally I got firm and I said, no, you can't go back there. Just wait. She will be out soon. And I put cartoons on stuff on for her. I gave her stuff to play with. Like it was not like this child had to be bored. Mm -hmm. She had things to do. So yeah, dude, she kept saying she was going (laughs) to... go see her mom and she wasn't going to listen to me because she was going to go. 
and she started making her way down the hallway and I said, sit the fuck down. Mm -hmm. I didn't yell it. I said it very firm, mm -hmm. like sit the fuck down. And she immediately, her face swelled up and I said, don't cry. <laughs> and she <laughs> sat down and she was like, but no, like little tiny, one little tiny tear came out and mm -hmm. she just sat there and like, didn't cry and mm -hmm. mean mugged me the whole time. And then literally three minutes later, if that, her mom came out mm -hmm. and it was like, and I told her that I said it. She's like, I know I heard you. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, but you also heard me for the previous 10, 15 minutes dealing mm -hmm. with her while I'm working. Did you mm -hmm. hear that? Yeah. Cause if you did and you didn't come out and take care of it, I get you were with a client, but I had to stop what I was doing to deal with the shit. Right. Yeah. You could have, like, if you were at a point where you could, like, in the middle or something and you could have just come out and dealt with your fucking kid, that would have been great. Yeah. But whatever. But if she didn't hear me, then that's whatever. But I told her I said it as soon as she came out. So it's not like I was hiding the fact that I was a dickhead to her kid, yeah. you know? I told her. I was like, I've had it, dude. I can't. Don't bring her in here if you don't want me to cuss at her. It's basically yeah. <laughs> not happening because none of my kids would have ever done that shit. Yeah. So. You know, yeah, they were raised in the shops. They know what's up. It's just how it is. That's just how it is. That's just the way it is. <laughs> God damn. Down Henry. I know it is, isn't it? It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. What the fuck did I write down here? Um, shit. I don't even know. Am I that high? Mm. maybe maybe i think it's wearing down i think it's the come down mm. like as it like starts wearing off mm -hmm. i think that's when you get the dumbest mm. you know yeah maybe that's just me um maybe uh what the fuck was i gonna say this could be deleted because i i mean i just had like the most massive brain fart ever but i tell you what is awesome christian over here needle felt and shit <laughs> I'm looking at this goddamn needle felted can of Cryolon. <laughs> Whatever the fuck it is. It looks like a Cryolon uh, paint can. Yeah. Cryolon Dude, can. we need to like tag our own fucking shop building. We should just do it. Yeah. We just need to get the, get the gang together one last time for a fucking montage. For a montage. Even Rocky had a montage. Montage. Always fade out in a montage. montage. Seems like things go very fast in a montage. 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 <laughs> Dude, we could totally do like a car wash montage outside. Mm -hmm. And we could do like, just get the gang together, you know? Yeah. Do like the gasoline spray and Zoolander. Yeah. You know, have a big ass statue erected mm -hmm. in our memoriam as we light ourselves on fire. Mm. Yeah. Okay, I'm into it. Yes. Sounds fuck. like a parking lot party. Parking lot party. <laughs> Dude, I like parking lot party, except it's risky doing a parking lot party in Eugene. Because mm. you never know what kind of crazy people going to be walking up. That's true. To your parking lot party. Yeah. I didn't true. mean to interrupt y'all Black Panther party. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of weirdos that around here. Yeah. One time, I did a cheeseburger on my partner's stomach. It's part of a larger 
um, composition. But right now, all he has is a really juicy, delicious cheeseburger on his gut. And the cheeseburger locker, if you will. And uh, this woman came up from the bus stop into the parking lot because we were loitering in the parking lot, having a smoke, a smoke-o. And she was like, hey, can I have a cigarette? And I was like, yeah, sure, hold on a minute. And I got her one. And she's like, is this a tattoo shop? Yeah, sure is. And she's like, oh, so you do tattoos. What kind of, what, what, can I see some of your work? And then I said, well, he's got some on him. So he shows her his arms. Well, I've got some stuff, some work on him. And then he lifts his his shirt to show his belly. And this woman goes, oh my God, I can just eat it. And she rolls right up on his stomach and acts like she's taking a bite. But her <laughs> lips actually, like she almost bit him with her teeth, but she definitely brushed his guts with her lips. She literally laid lips on his belly. She like almost kissed his open mouth, kissed his belly basically, <laughs> trying to eat like mime pantomime eating a cheeseburger there's some rando never seen her before in my life rando just walking up in the shop as they do she licked his belly she did lick his belly they're looking things up i thought you were looking something up i wasn't first oh no i got sidetracked because of adhd (gasps) my god and you were doing and doing the podcast yeah it happened it did it just completely I'm yeah. just going to mark it down. One demerit. <laughs> <laughs> One fucking demerit. One demerit. I'm going to write X-I-A-N demerit. Should what it do they be call to it? my is the Harry other Potter one, house? Is the other one merit? Oh. If it got a demerit, is the other thing a merit? It makes sense. I'm going to write Merit. Merit. Probably going to be a lot more merits than demerits, but right now you got one. One demerit. One fucking demerit. I get one for yesterday for talking over you. <laughs> so, come on, you Heather. <laughs> Heather. <laughs> I get one demerit. One D and an M. So, that's where we're at. Mm. We think just cancel each other out. Yeah, we cancel each other out. Totally. We both got one demerit, so we both suck. Do we have to do chores? What is the punishment for one demerit? Is that a warning? I feel like yeah. one demerit is a warning. Yeah. It's like, ah, uh, you're warned. You still don't lose privileges of any sort. But then if you get two demerits, you don't get chocolate fucking milk at lunch. Mm. You just get plain ass white milk in mm. a box, not the chocolate one in a box. That's fucked. Yeah. How you can't get chocolate milk. How are you going to be punishing me with my two demerits and I can't have chocolate milk? Two demerits should be like, you got to change out all the trashes. For two, I feel like that's a five demerit <laughs> chore. All the trash. Two demerits is like one trash. Five demerits would be all trash, I feel. Okay. We should negotiate this. It should be negotiated. Yeah. I, I bet so. if you get If you get 30 demerits, you have to clean the bathroom. Oh, what do you get if you just cleaned the bathroom? Then you get 30 fucking merits. I cleaned the bathroom the other day. Merits, 30. <laughs> You're beating me by fucking 30 now, ho. Although I made up the system, though. Although I did clean the entire shop while you were gone that week. Oh, you definitely get like, what, like 180 for that. That was 180 for that one? Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty Cleaning good. the whole shop. How about because we didn't make the rules up then, we can just half it so I'm not having a super lead. 
Okay. And we'll just half it and say 90. Okay. I'll take half. half I'll take half merit. We'll demerit 90 just for fairness. Okay. I'll just play fair. I feel like that's good in my sense of justice. Okay. Balanced. I yeah. feel like for the level that you clean the shop and the rearranging everything was like 180 because yeah. it was like double what you would just like clean the shop. It was. And so like maybe cleaning the shop would be 90. Yeah, that's a good one. But I mean, I did like move all the all the shit around. I tried to like make yeah. it cool and nest it a bit. I'm sorry, like I did one of those like surprise cleanups on your station. Like, it's like, okay. Who the fuck rooted through my shit? I can't. Find <laughs> no, it's okay. I can find everything. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. Yeah, we're good. I just know you. I was like, she can organize it how she wants. I just wanted to clean it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I was like, she might not use this very often. I'm just gonna get in the bottom drawer. Yeah. And then you have all these little perfect. different things, all your little junks and things. It's like, just keep them in easy access in the top drawer. Yeah. And then tattoo supplies and random art shit in the middle drawers. That's exactly how I would have. Yeah. Done it myself. Yeah. Yeah. So there we went. Mm -hmm. I could be a, a professional organizer, even though my particular life and shop are unorganized. <laughs> it's weird how I can do it for others yeah. and be into it and okay with it. Mm -hmm. But for myself, I'm like, nah, I'm good. Because uh, with ADHD, we had to like learn a lot about organizing and you know what I mean, like time management, and all these things that we have to like work through and deal with and even though we don't have the executive function to pull that stuff off yeah we still learned a great deal about it and like maybe it's the whole attitude towards it because if it's for somebody else it's mm -hmm. similar to like a job and being outside of yourself yeah like you have no skin skin in the game it's not your shit yeah right it's Definitely. not your mess not your shit you didn't do it you don't see it every day yeah it can be novel you can be like, oh, look through, look at all this interesting shit in someone's house. Yeah. You know, it's just, there's all these different aspects to that, I think, that are different than when you're just doing the shit on your own. Because a lot of times you're just tired, you know, and you're like, I don't really, do, I, uh. <laughs> and you're like, I'm at home. I don't have to. I can live with it. Yeah. You know, it's really about what you're able to put up with, what doesn't bother you. Yeah. And what you're able to disassociate from, right? Right. I don't see the dishes in the sink until I have no forks. <laughs> oh, fuck. I should probably do the dishes. There's no forks. Yeah. I don't see it at all until I'm faced with it. It's weird, right? Unless yeah. you, like, are up on your meds and that day all your hormones are completely in balance and the, um, you know, Jupiter is aligned with Mars and it's the dawning of Aquarius and all these things are happening that line up to make you have like the perfect day where you get all of it done. You're like, my shit is clean. My laundry's done. My, there's no dishes in my sink. The floor is fucking vacuumed or swept and mopped, like whatever mm. it is. And you're like, huh? but it's like 24 hours. Yeah. Especially if you don't live alone and you have a bunch of kids in your house. It's like a fucking, it happens on an eclipse. Yeah. Every fucking 27th blood moon. <laughs> yes. It has been four millennia since the last full blood blue fucking moon. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Like, I was like, I could never be a fucking rapper, man. It's not happening. You gotta be like a wordsmith. They gotta fly out your mouth at an extreme pace. And my vocabulary is very wide, but I speak like a caveman, so... It's my everyday vernacular. 
this caveman, <laughs> which is fine. Which is fine. You know, it's okay. It's one of those things about you, you know? Oh, yeah. I just, you know, we ramble on about the things and we uh, have all these uh, stuff that I forgot what we were talking about. Mm. Yeah. I don't even know what we talked about this entire fucking time. <laughs> it's too late. I was busy. It was like stream of consciousness, not retaining the information. I was spouting mm. it. Mm. It's part of it. We've talked about a few things. We've talked about breakfast cereals. We've talked about our games. Oh, yeah. Talked about a few shows, movies. You know, told some Carnival. silly stories. Talked about carnivals. Yeah. Shitting in bidets. Mm -hmm. Drunk stories. Mm -hmm. Oh, I got way more. I got lots of drunk stories. It's so yeah. bad. That was so bad. Not a good time. We should have a whole drunk episode. You know, we mm -hmm. could probably fill a whole episode just on that. It would I be did... funny if we had a couple of drinks while we did that episode. Really? We should, but you know how what a lightweight I am now, dude. Oh, I know. We could just have like a drink or two drinks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dude, all I would that's all I would fucking take. <laughs> all I need is like one. <laughs> then I'll be loose as fuck, dude. Oh, yeah. That, actually, silly. that might actually make the podcast pretty funny. It might be. It could be a great episode. It would be a changing it up thing. Drinking episode. Oh, my God. Especially like if we have to do something like an Irish car bomb mm. and then nurse a beer mm. or do like a shot and nurse a beer and then do another shot or do a drink drink or a free oh my drink. God. I can make dirty bananas. We could just ha share one pitcher of dirty bananas and we would be fucked up. Yeah. Um, hold on. I'm texting, texting my person in law real quick. Why don't you keep the <laughs> listeners happy real quick? All right. So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. I don't know why I went immediately to this voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, big fella. <laughs> Say. <laughs> Say, I have to use this technical device <laughs> to converse. <laughs> to converse. <laughs> I was going to talk about the uh, pursuit of happiness and whether or not that's a uh, a myth. God, you are a dark motherfucker. Right I know. Now. I don't think I'm going to talk about that. It's too dark. I don't know. Maybe... <sighs> I think it's a reality. I think that uh, finding an ultimate happiness is a myth in a sense because y you need to find happiness like in your day to day and in your moment. You know what I mean? Like appreciate the moments for what they are and I, like trying to live and attain for like a happiness. Like if I lose weight, I'll finally be happy. Or if I get enough money, I'll finally be happy. I think that kind of happiness is a myth. I think it is too. I think that the pursuit of happiness is a a never-ending non-goal oriented task because life is hard and tough and happiness is also as a philosophy is made the fuck up mm -hmm. use that as the, the feeling of joy mm -hmm. you know yeah it's happiness the thing is like life itself can be joyful and happiness doesn't come from outside it's not just you observing things that quote unquote make you happy Right. That's ha that happiness is from objectification right. and self-projection. Mm -hmm. It's the pure joy that you have in everyday experiences, you know, that sometimes you're too busy on all the made up shit to appreciate the little ass things that bring you actual true happiness. 
Right. You know, and that stuff's not wrapped up in material possessions. It's wrapped up in comfort, right? right. Being able to say, I am full. I am, I'm surrounded by people that love me, mm-hmm. not just people that I love. Mm-hmm. That's one way, but people that love and care about me. And I have everything I need to live and I'm comfortable and I can pursue things that bring me joy, right? I feel like every single human being deserves that and should have that. Yeah. But also on the scale, that's acceptable and okay, right? You don't have to have, you know, you don't have to live in a 40,000 square foot penthouse on top of an entire hotel building with gold toilets. Right. To be happy. No, I think you wouldn't be very happy if you had that kind of a lifestyle. I don't think so. I think, you know, isolates you. Well, I think a lot of these people are unhappy, which is why they fill the void with all this power they're trying to grab. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them are so short-sighted and stupid and myopic and fucking obtuse and racist and sexist and homophobic and everything else. Like, they're just so up their own ass. It just reminds me of that tattoo of the cowboy that's, like, sucking his own dick or putting his dick in his own asshole or something. I can't remember yeah. what it was. But I think it's putting his dick in his own asshole. And it was, like, the nose of a panther head. Yeah. I love that tattoo. (laughs) Whoever drew that shit, chef kiss to you. Yeah. You get the chef kiss of the fucking episode. The the double fucking episode. Because I was fucking tired and dying today. Yeah. And for some reason, being cracked out, like, sometimes I can be on it, you know? Yeah. Someone's, like, cracked out and not all together. (laughs) I just was tired, man. They get no sleep. Four hours of sleep is not enough. I'm sorry. I'm old. Yeah. Especially when I'm already tired. I need way more. <coughs> yeah. Way more. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. I say let's go get some sleep then. You know, I think that's a good way to do it. So are we sorry to anybody? Besides I was sorry to little people earlier. Mm. Definitely to little people. Uh... I'm sorry for sugary cereals, I guess. Mm. Um, I'm not giving you enough credit, but I like my flakers and right plain ass Rice Krispies and shit. Mm. God, I love Rice Krispies. Uh, Snap, crackle, and pop. That reminds me for some reason. I'm I'm sorry, Getty Lee. I thought you were a Keebler elf when I was a child. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good I'm sorry. Uh, I gotta thank you. I want to thank you to uh, Irma again for uh, making a post about our show. And I saw it on the internet and I just wanted to say thank you. She's doing the fucking finger guns, dude. She went, thank you, finger guns. Yeah. Like right at you, Irma. We love you, Irma. Yeah. Like you and all three of the other ones that listen. All of our followers. Yeah, all of our followers. How many are we up to now? Oh, yeah. that's Like in the 40s now? It is in the Ooh, 40s. Like 43, I thought, is what it was before. It was, 40s. but it, it hopped up and I meant to text you yesterday and tell oh, you. Oh, shit. And now it's 46. <gasps> 40. Oh, thank you all. 46 of you. You're fucking amazing. Yeah. Hopefully you've made it to this beautiful, lucky episode 13 that we have for you today. So we'll say thank you all 13 of our followers. Thank you. Our lucky followers. All of our lucky followers. 40 of you are not lucky. Mm -hmm. Just say that. 13 for sure are lucky. (laughs) But that's about the normal percentage rate for going in the population, you think, right? 13 lucky people. 
for every for every 46. 40 unlucky or 46 unlucky. Sorry, we 43 unlucky people, not 40. Yeah. I wasn't well, doing the math. It would be 33. Yeah, whatever, 33. Sorry, 46, 33, yeah. Right. There, oh, 33 unlucky people. <gasps> oh my god. Yeah. It would be 33 and that's yeah. kind of an unlucky number, isn't it? Yeah. Sometimes 13 is unlucky. That's why they don't have like 13th floor at the motel. Mm. And speaking of motels, fuck Trump. That's segues right into my fuck yous right. for the right. end of the Some episode. Fuck yous. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Always fuck him. Yeah. And all his fucking people and fuck Lindsey Graham. Yeah. Like, I heard that he should be indicted because they wanted to indict him. <laughs> so maybe that's coming later. Yeah. Look out, ladybug Lindsey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just my ladybugs. Ew. Fucking nasty. He's so gross. And yeah, so fuck them. Yeah. And uh Fuck you, Will Smith, not DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yeah. I love DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yeah. So I'm just gonna say fuck you to Will Smith on that one. Mm. For me and myself and I. Mm. Um anything else on that? Are we good? We're not hating too much. We're just yeah. fucking yeah. We're alright. Yeah. Yeah. Today's good. Oh, um, fuck you puking in your shorts. I'm sorry that yeah. happened to you. Thank you. Not fuck you for that. Just fuck that happening. Yeah. Just want to say that. Yeah. I hate to bring it up again. It's okay. It's pretty funny, though. Yeah. Fuck me for shitting story. in a bidet. <laughs> there was way more going on in that, but that's just the main gist. Yeah. yeah. Fuck me for that. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't fuck ourselves? And fuck you for listening to this. <laughs> 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 why would you why would you yeah why would you listen to this why would you listen yeah. to this go angrily masturbate in the corner <laughs> <laughs> why was I saying that the whole episode <laughs> like everybody everybody was angrily masturbating in the corner